I love a pumpkin pie. I you you love a pumpkin pie. I think it's my favorite kind of pie, or one of them. That that is difficult for me to comprehend. But then I realized that my favorite kind of pie is like every kind of pie. I yeah, think I'm with Gabe. Pumpkin pie yeah. is my favorite pie. So here's one thing. That though. sweet potato <laughs> pie tastes almost identical. The mm, point where okay, well that was depend that wasn't true. Dependent upon the recipe. Dependent upon the recipe. Does it have pecans on it? Oh well. No, no, okay, 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 okay. This, this I'm is imagining okay. Ho- hold on, hold on. I just need to. There are two different things. There's sweet potato pie. And there's sweet potato, and there's casserole. Sweet potato casserole. I know. I I'm well versed. Sweet potato in that. casserole being being what I eat, which is sweet potato with the with the pecans on top. I am well versed in the difference. My family yes. used to have fights about the sweet potato casserole, but okay. even sweet potato pie can have pecans sometimes. It can. I I mean I think the big difference is that it's in a pie shell. That is correct. And that it's and that it's more custardy that is than correct. like a sweet potato casserole. But it can for have sure. a pecan crumble on it. I suppose you could do the pecan streusel, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, like mm. a warm pumpkin pie. Oh my goodness. Warm? Yeah. What? Any you temperature just, really? You need it completely freezing cold. I don't. Not freezing cold, but like fridge cold with like some whipped cream on top. Oh, of it? No, oh. I don't. I don't put whipped cream Ideal. on it. That ruins it. Dude, no. Are you serious? You, you, you really? take the pie. You can or you finish. cannot. It's you a take the, you take the pumpkin pie. You slice what you want. You get that bad boy just a little bit warm. Get a little glass of milk. You're in business. You're saying you're saying that that's fall, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Whipped cream is like better milk, though. Okay, that that's the so dumbest. I'm quitting right now. No, Wait. do not quit. That's do the dumbest quit. thing I've ever heard. That's the most accurate thing you've whipped ever heard. Cream. Whipped cream is better milk. Oh my! Are you like I can't even. That's so Babe, bad. Can I get some backup on this? Is whipped cream better milk? Oh man, Bethany, better yeah. be careful. I don't know. I just what, don't know what? if they're comparable. The texture's not even more. close. Like it's I know they're both cream. a dairy product and all. <laughs> this this is about to cause us a schism. Bethany's response is it's not milk. Okay, good. Well, it's made Bethany's of milk, correct. but it's not. It's just not the same texture anymore because it's so fluffy at that point. Like I would argue, like milk is it's a different state of matter, damn near. But like, how can you not prefer cream to milk in like any circumstance, though? I mean, okay, not. Not any circumstance. You know why whipped cream is worse? Because whipped cream is non-fat milk. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay. This isn't apples and oranges. That depends on your whipped cream. No, canned whipped cream. I think canned whipped cream is always non-fat. Okay, I'm not talking about canned whipped cream here. Or like, it's not always non-fat. Some of it is. I like a, a heavy whipping cream that has been whipped and piped onto my pie. I don't need a cream on the pie. The pie is good enough on its own. I want the milk on the side so that it's the dichotomy between the warm pumpkin pie and the cold <sighs> glass of milk. I just... Warm pumpkin pie. I mean, I just... It's not even set then. What do you mean it's not like, set? You do it... No, no, no. This is after it's been chilled. You this warm is after it. it's been chilled. You warm it afterwards, yes. Microwave. Be it microwave, you could put it on a little stove top. I've done that before. Yeah, that's probably... Usually, like better. I feel like most things, the but microwave like, is the laziest option. Well, if you're gonna here's have the key: warm- you're not you're not putting in the microwave for like two and a half minutes. You're putting it in for like fifteen seconds. You're just warming it. Oh, okay, okay. So a a vaguely warm, like like pop tart warm, pop tart. Not warm. hot. 
Not I hot. might could get down with that, but like if I'm gonna have a warm pie, I want it to be like a fruit pie typically. Like, do you never do this? I, here, arguably, at, here, a pumpkin here. is a fruit pie. Do you ever take? But it's a custard. You pie. ever take like a chocolate chip? You ever take chocolate chip cookies and put them in the microwave for like twelve seconds? So that the, absolutely, I okay. Do. It's that, and then I put a scoop of ice cream on. Okay, top well, of them. okay. Aside from that, you, they, I'm saying like that. You're gooping them. You're making them just have a little bit of the goop, a little warm. A little bit of the goop. That way, like, you know... It We're bre- sending them to like, Gwyneth it's not, Paltrow. It's not a cheesecake, John. It's not a cheesecake. You don't but it's a it custard pie. Okay, I realize that cu- some custards do work warm, because now I am thinking about creme brulee. But, like, it's cold with the, the hard shell on top. If you I talk, don't know. You can't talk about the Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Everyone thinks about the damn egg. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't. It's, like, it's a custard. Gabe. The, oh, the egg God. is? Yeah, the jade egg is a custard. And no, 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 no. We use the jade egg in the custard. Man. Yeah, you grind it up in a mortar and pestle. God. And just just cut your throat on the inside <laughs> on the way down. No! Okay, also pecan pie is better than uh, than pumpkin. That's, that's my take. Uh, uh, I mean, I, it's not my personal preference, but I like all pies. As I'm well. not sure what thing you just described. I don't, I've never heard of the thing you said. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> pecan pie. Yeah, it's fine. Pecan pie is all right. I love pecan pie. You ever had a persimmon what, pudding? With some, that. some bourbon in it. Uh, Are you just looking for pudding. pea alliterations? Nope. I was just thinking of, I was thinking of the classics. Pants? I was thinking of the down-home classics of my childhood. Persimmon, persimmon pudding, pudding sounds really good, actually. I've never had anything. Res- I've had a persimmon like once. You want to talk about my down home classics? We're talking tres leches, borracho, like all those, all those like really like milky and like custardy and boozy Latino desserts. Oh man, milk based shit is good. I think that's the consensus here. Yeah, um, totally worth the uh, intestinal trauma. This is them's the facts. <laughs> yeah, show about show fun about facts and lying da- to your friends and milk and down home, uh, classic. Down home milk. Down home classic desserts. Down home classic. It's it's potluck season. I will boys. say I haven't yeah. had a persimmon pudding in a long time. I might ask my dad unironically if they could make one this year. That sounds I am so like, good. I I am like already starting to to plan like how Thanksgiving's gonna work for me this year because I'm probably going to be in Atlanta on that Wednesday for a uh, for an Opeth and Mastodon show. Yeah, because that's, have to that's that fucking sick. I Dude, respect I, that. I cannot wait. I don't know when it'll be. I cannot wait for the day in which the holiday holidays are a thing where people come to me. That's gonna be so sick. I You're wish. Right. I wish that would. Ha- I can't wait. One day. See the way that the way that we're making it happen is that my parents are already going on a trip anyway, and we're gonna meet them there. Which feels like a pretty nice compromise, except that I do have to go to Augusta just to put the dogs into the boarding place because that's the place that we trust. So that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you know. Wait, it that kind of wait. I missed the context. I must have missed a moment of some context where I zoned out for a second. I was just moving something around on my desk. You say you have to go to Augusta just to do like when your parents are already coming to you just to put their dogs. No, no, no. In. They're not. They're not coming to meet our parent. We're we're meeting our parents in the mountain. My parents in the mountains. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but, but my parents you, are... Once you find one good place or person that can watch your dogs, you just, you go for that. Exactly. It's so much like, easier. It is so much easier. Like, I know that this is going to work out because it's like Bethany's, like, maid of honors doggy daycare place, you know? 
And it's so of course we're gonna keep it in the family and keep it at the place that we know loves our dogs, you know? Yeah. It just I think works so well. I think the oldest I've ever felt, like top five, might be hearing spouse's names made of honors doggy daycare place, just like from a friend <laughs> who's basically my age. That's pretty weird. <laughs> That's I don't know about basically good. your age. John's like at least John's four I think years four, older than you. I think he's exactly... I, am, I think I'm three and a half years older than you. Yeah, yeah. You're like as older, as much older than me as I am than my sister. Um, yeah. Roughly. Um, it's it's kind of interesting because that's like... I guess a lot of people probably have that age range of friends like just because of how long college and high school both last for most people. I would say like well, people that are my friends friends range from like 21 22 to like, to like early 30s now to like 35 30 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i have like friends in their 30s now should i well, get my that, fact uh, before i lament well well i want to talk about the potluck oh oh that's want to talk about the potluck it's a time where we're all celebrating like food and friends here on the pocket podcast network so you can go check out a bunch of other sh- shows that are going to be doing a episodes in that theme i was just on pokemakers designing a uh, restaurant pokemon gym which was <laughs> friggin' great it was so good so you can go check out that episode right now it's just you know check out the network uh it's just the time to encourage people to check out other shows on the network but for the next couple of months so go go think about doing that okay do your fact <laughs> oh okay yeah well okay so um i guess this is this is almost potluck adjacent it's about the phrase RSVP, which most people know is French, and some proportion of people, not including me until earlier, know, stands for respondant, whatever, s'il vous plaît. But what I did not know until today is that um, for a time, uh, RSVP or making RSVP eyes was a term for sort of giving someone like a flirty look and and because that the translation of the french phrase is please respond it was literally please respond eyes <laughs> please respond eyes please respond eyes i mean it kind of makes sense god i do <laughs> i do think about that one meme you know I sent you a picture of my... Please respond. Yeah, sure. Huh. Is there a... Is that always associated with that one dog that looks kind of like a seal? Or is that in my head? I just associate it with... I usually associate it with pictures of people like looking down at their phone. Like looking straight down at their phone. Like, you know, like... I don't know why. The ugly selfie. The double chin on yeah, yourself yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, where you squeeze your heart. I don't know why I censored myself there. I don't know why I censored... Because it feels too dirty to even say it in in quotations because you're just saying the phrase that like a weird dude would say. And it exactly. Weird. Like, I don't want it to sound like I'm telling someone to do me to do that. Yeah. You know? It's like just, just having that I don't want mouth, someone to take like, that out of like, context. Oh, God, I said it. Do you want to exactly. something that blew my mind? Not really, but sort of. Is I got this email that says someone from India logged into my Snapchat, which I don't use Snapchat. I just I have one because I had one in I don't I don't even remember high school maybe, 
Yeah, it would have been like early college, probably. Yeah, maybe so. early college. Cause I think I have you on there, and I don't use it mm-hmm. anymore either. But like that would have been when. Anyway. Anyway, so I had to download it to change the password to kick out the person from India from having it, and it blew my mind that there are people I know that still are like making stories on Snapchat. <laughs> I know, thought it. I thought it was over. I thought it was done. You know when I like stopped using Snapchat. Was uh, when they added like those really ridiculous clickbaity news stories to the to the one like screen, and every time I would accidentally swipe over there, it would be like, "What's this in your hair?" And I'm like, "I don't." (laughs) Shut up. I will say, E News had like a good like recurring show with a comedian who was hosting it on there that was just like a roundup of celebrity news. I'm glad it was nice. It was convenient. I did delete Snapchat because I was spending way too much time looking at the clickbaity shit on there. Is I was like, like no, a, I don't need this. What a wild time when that was how people communicated mainly. That was that was one thing that drove me insane was when people would actively use group chats like in there. And I'm like, listen, it's fine for a quick message. But if you're planning something and I can't go back to see the discussion of what was planned. How the fuck am I supposed to? You want me to See, screenshot every damn message? Or you accidentally, like, you this... accidentally snap your nudes to the group chat and not to the, the single chat like you meant to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all Chris, been there. We Chris, have certainly that... all been there. I, 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 I haven't, but like... I'm, <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be something that I accidentally received once, because I definitely didn't, but I guess I'm glad the fewer people accidentally saw that, the better. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, no, no, I didn't. I didn't actually do that. I was couching the whole thing. I didn't do that. I, I figured, but you said it so seriously. I, I, I had to kind of engage with it. I don't well, know. that was my fact. That was your fact. Is that Chris <laughs> has accidentally sent nudes to the group chat? No, it's yeah. not a fact within a fact. No, okay. this this makes me feel kind of old, and I'm not that much older than y'all. But like, I was never in a situation where Snapchat was like the primary mode of communication between me and anyone. I mean, that just means you lived a better life. Yeah, I think it does. To be honest, way, the one year of my life that I can associate with Snapchat is like the year where I had friends who would like occasionally attempt to go to frat parties, and I would be like, "Well, I have nothing else to do but like hang out with them, even if they're doing some weird shit." So I would like. Mm have to check the snapchat group of like where they were and i was like like where they said they were going and i was like can't you just we had a facebook message group chat too that was the weird thing it's like why would you ever use the snapchat one? Oh i mean privacy i mean the facebook <laughs> you chat, don't want big facebook over that was there, a time over you. that was a time man the big you mean the big one yeah the big one the big one was that that was a time the rocket chat. For anybody if listening, will. if you've ever been in a Facebook chat that has like 75 people in it, don't do it. Yeah. It's just. I think it was I like 33. And let me tell you, the absolute worst part was not when a conversation was. had a lot of people talking in it. It was when someone was actively upset because then in front, it was just implied in front of a lot of people, even though you know, like in a chat of like 35 people, only like 10 people actually check it but the the tension in the air in a 33 or something person facebook chat when someone is like actively upset at somebody else is like nothing else i've ever felt it makes me tense up just thinking about it but you all our listeners i'm sure are familiar with that they've all seen discord drama at some point 
I guess. Discord drama is different. You can quarantine it to a section. Yeah, that's true. Facebook chat is like, it's just a feed. It's just going. (laughs) God. All right. Uh, Okay. Let's see. Back to this fact, which I definitely remember. For sure. I totally didn't forget it. please respond, eyes. Oh, yes. But like, I always keep two things up on my second monitor. The the waveform and whatever fact information I have. If it's fake, I make it up in advance. If it's real, I just keep like two articles up. I keep I always keep two things up on mine. The waveform and a current tracking ticker of my current favorite crypto coin. I always have mm. that up. It's in a live thing all the time, twenty four seven. I had a friend who said he bought Shiba coin because he thought all the people who felt like they missed out on Dogecoin would just buy that one and then it apparently went up. You know, you guys have these important things. You know what I have on my single monitor? Fan fiction? No, no, I have the waveform and a really, really high-res JPEG of Adam Driver. (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about him earlier. So fan fiction. It keeps me comfortable. The fact was was that RSVP eyes meant flirting. Listen, Listen, I look at Adam and it gives me something to aspire to, you know? Yeah. I mean... Okay, so RSVP eyes. I don't. I don't buy this personally. I just don't like the name. Like, when was this? When? What is this time period we're working with here? Um, let me get that. Well, talking. It then. sounds like some fifties or sixties shit to me. Uh, yeah, I feel like it would be ha- if it wasn't. If okay, if it's fifties or sixties, and they didn't say oh, in Greece, I'm saying false. The the year of a specific uh like newspaper headline that involved it was 1914 1914 mm, well, maybe, the, I don't maybe, know it wasn't in the like, great gatsby I still don't... it wasn't in the great gatsby so well the great gatsby was in the 20s yeah but it would have referenced it if it was still a thing maybe it was lost in the war chris uh yeah sure another thing that germans took away from us <laughs> man i i don't know I think I, it sounds really stupid, but literally, I because it wasn't the Great Gatsby. I want to say no. I know there's not. I know that's not a good metric. There's a lot. I want to say I, no because it just doesn't sound like something someone would say to me. Well, I mean, it sounds dumb enough for people in the 14s to say the 14s. <laughs> yeah. The first, the first 14s, the 19s. Oh, that's the true. 14s plural. <laughs> Like, if you think about some of the flirty stuff that people said back then, it is stupid. Now, granted, what we say now, probably equally as stupid in 60 years from now. But, like, listen, that just means the I've stuff been... that they said back then will be double stupid again. Listen, I've been watching a lot of the What We Do in the Shadows TV show, and I just don't think I can ever see, hear Laszlo Cravensworth saying something like, yeah, she was giving me the please response. Actually, I can't hear that. She was giving me the please respond eyes. Like, but, I don't but know. But I think he's saying they called it RSVP Keep in eyes. mind also, yeah, that it's mm-hmm. that it's through a layer of sort of the same way that we use RSVP weird now, even where we're not actually speaking French. She wanted me to RS her P, see? Nope. Interesting. That, nope, 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 nope. That was terrible. I hated that. Yeah. I, I hated that a lot. <laughs> I, I'm going to say false, and that's just my truth. I am inclined to also say false. I'm I'm going false. Okay, so this is true. Um, oh, what? <laughs> looking into, I'm gonna read this from a quote from a I don't know Slate.com article. I've seen this website before. That means it's real. 
Uh, it is real. Uh, it's a good sight. Looking into Garner's modern American usage will confirm your sense that RSVP is transformed into a verb, sometimes mean make a reservation, dot, 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 describing that, blah, blah, blah. Looking at a would-be lover with meaningful stares once was known as making RSVP eyes, an adjectival usage captured in a 1914 headline. Girls with RSVP eyes are to blame for most of the flirting these days. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say that RSVP eyes sounds like a really complicated way of saying STIs? Oh, well, so they... They do say that uh, RVSVP was a longer French phrase that people used to use for a bit, uh, which mm. is kind of like what you're saying, except... Respond very really. soon, please. Uh, pretty close, actually. Apparently, please reply at once. So, yeah. Respond very soon, please. You know, I've never had a thing that I needed to send RSVPs for. I kind of wish I had that just once. Just like... Actually, that was how this came up, was we have a friend who's having a Halloween party. That's true. I could do the custom website for a party thing next time I party. Yeah. You could Maybe do that. Be fun. Yeah. Um, that actually... That cocktail menu. That does... You know what? That's exciting to me. I'm, oh, it's it's very exciting. Yeah. Like, I thought I was doing a lot by providing basically a full bar every time I have a party. <laughs> you do. You actually... These, these motherfuckers have a cocktail menu. <laughs> well, that's once a year, though. You Every time, for those who don't know, if you ever go over to John's house for anything resembling a party, there will probably be, like, a respectable bar thing going on on the counter. It's pretty wild. I like my liquor. It's good. Should I do a fact? Yeah. That's that's usually what we do, yeah. That That is how the show works. All right, in 1987, Sondheim broke a record held by Rodgers and Hammerstein when he had five musicals running simultaneously on Broadway. So there's an important question here. How many musicals in total are running simultaneously on Broadway usually? Like what, as a percent? I don't think I actually know that number. Because that's the... Depends on how many. Th- okay. I'll look up. How I'll a look lot, up. though. Like, I'll way more than five. It has to be. So, this is, which puts me on the believing side, like, in the sense that this is, this is doable if you're real good at writing musicals. Broadway there stages. There are currently dot, 40. Broadwaystages.com says 60 sound stages across the three boroughs. Okay, but there are currently 41 Broadway theaters. Broadway theaters are classified yeah. by the amount of seats in them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's what I get for searching how many stages Broadway got, question mark. Yeah, so that's that's how many stages. It's 41 Broadway theaters right oh, now. If I had gone to the next one on Playbill.com, that one said 41. Yep. You know, actually growing up in New Jersey, one of the ways that I would always think, like that one of the things that would always make me think someone, like another kid's family was somewhat well off, was if they said, oh, we're going to see this on Broadway at X time. It's like... Ostensibly, the tickets are pretty expensive, even if you can just drive up. Although, I don't know. Maybe they're not that expensive if there are 41 different theaters that count. Uh, they are pretty expensive, but there's always, there's uh, depending on how busy the show is, there's ways to get discounts like DKTS. Uh, there are a lot of shows used to do and now are like starting to do after the success with Hamilton lotteries that give you opportunities to purchase discount tickets. Mm-hmm. Which is actually how I got to see Hamilton at the Fox because we won I've, the lottery. For I've that. still never seen it at this point. I think I'm just too afraid to. The moment has passed. It's over. No, you. No, once, you should see it though. You yeah, should, but you should see it though. Being in a college theater when Hamilton comes out inflicts scars on your memory. It 
really because like one of my weird pet peeves and i don't know how i got through all the time involved with theaters that i did and genuinely loved like most to all of it with this pet peeve but is when people start singing when it's intrusive and not appropriate and that's like the favorite pastime of theater kids yeah it fully is yeah and hamilton hamilton was like that with the with the plankton picture where he goes into maximum overdrive (laughs) it's because it's full of bangers that's the thing like i've heard a good bit of the soundtrack and i'm like you know what like i get the appeal like this will probably never be like i'll never be the guy who like walks around listening to the hamilton soundtrack but i get i totally do get the appeal of like it's like actually got something like catchy to it as like whatever like the you know the hip-hop musical thing that it's trying to do but like i ostensibly from people who have actually seen it unlike me the the history is accurate and engaging enough that it's you know whatever maybe not accurate but certainly no not well i don't know how (laughs) stylized it is but uh that's my that's my well talk to me about one of lin-manuel's idols steven sondheim let's talk about him which ones he do? Okay, the five at the time included oh, yeah, a couple a of his most the uh, include a couple of his most famous ones. Well, a few of his most famous ones. So, uh, the five musicals were Company, Merrily We Roll Along, Sweeney Todd, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, and this is when he broke the record was Into the Woods when that opened in 1987. I forgot that was Sweeney Todd, dude. I don't know why. I don't know how I could forget that, considering I had to technical direct Sweeney Todd, but. I forgot that. Wait. Sondheim is fucking prolific. He's got like, he's 91. He's got a new musical coming out this year, I think. Like. That was a person I was just, was in my mind, not alive anymore because they just couldn't be. But no. Yeah. 91 years old. I've also got an unrelated fact that I will give you for free. Andrew Lloyd Webber. uh, Well, have you guys heard about this Andrew Lloyd Webber news? I don't know. No, I've only the, the I hear about his name most when I hear people complain about him, though. So I'm excited <laughs> this time. Uh, this is actually pretty great. He uh, bought a therapy dog because of the Cats movie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, given infinite money, that's probably the move. <laughs> Supposedly, according to him, when an airline asked him for a justification for having the therapy dog with him. Oh, man. He said, look what they did to my musical. Oh, that's pretty And they good. said, no doctor's report required. That's pretty good. <laughs> that... I mean, that's what he gets for selling the rights, though. Am I right? I mean, that's just what you, What do you expect? Yeah, the what? skin suit thing was a bit much, though. I think about that every time. Oh, the, uh, the, the Rebel Wilson's double yeah. skin suit? Yeah, that was... That I was mean, that, body horror shit. That was maybe the highlight of cinema. That <laughs> no, the best part of the best part of that movie was Idris Elba just going. McCavity! The best part of that movie was me having never seen cats before, so I I was just like, this is a totally fresh entity. I mean, I love cats. I'm not gonna lie. No, cats is like the a movie fun was fun and weird. The movie was fun and not nearly as horny as the '90s version. Yeah, which kind of kind of made it, it worse. Yeah, it, it really made it did worse. Detract. It really did detract. It needed to be hornier. Like everything, but like everything, in different ways. Everyone needed to be in heat, and no, no one was. Exactly. I, Are cats in heat, or is that just dogs? It's it's heat. They, okay. they go into heat. Cats go into heat. 
five musicals at once. I mean, I wish I, I knew could like see my it. musical. I mean, I only know. Yeah, I'm not great at musicals. I've only ever seen. I've only ever seen one. I did. I have seen one musical on Broadway, and that's like my one. I've seen two. Oh <laughs> wow, you're so much cooler than me now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Which, what? Like, I saw Matilda. I, I saw Sweet Matilda. Todd was oh, you saw Matilda? That would have been real cool. Matilda's and fun. I saw Book of Mormon and Wicked. Yeah, I would like to see Book of Mormon. Actually, the reason I didn't see Book of Mormon on Broadway was that my mom wanted to, and she looked up what the tickets cost, and she wanted to go with with my like you know me, my sister, and my parents. Four tickets is a grand at the time that she looked at this. It's it was two hundred fifty dollars a ticket. No, that was like solidly sold out for like the first few years of its run. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much the Matilda tickets were. Someone else like paid for us to go. So I don't know how mm. much it was, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. Broadway's fun. It's like hard for me to question they... this fact without knowing the release years of musicals and being like, no, that didn't come out this year. These all came out in the 70s and 80s. I will go ahead and tell you that. I mean, there wasn't much else to do, but with, weren't there a lot of good musicals in the 70s and 80s? Hmm. Well, you had the ascendance of Stephen Schwartz was starting to happen at that time. You had Godspell and Pippin. Uh, Godspell is like, when I think of 70s musicals, I think of Godspell like instantly, always. And I think of how many church groups have completely slaughtered Godspell. And then what, Greece would have come out in 71? 71? Yeah. 72? Oh, yeah, don't you like secretly love Greece or whatever? I'll Not it. secretly. It's my favorite movie. Is it? I mean, okay. it's it's got its problems, obviously. But, but like yeah, Stockard Channing is so hot in it. Well, it's just got such. It's the music is so good. Man, the music is pretty good. It's so fun. You ever think about? Well, no, let's not. I was gonna say just that the movie is just named Grease, like this gooey substance. But uh, hmm. I don't know. I'm just inclined to go yes with the fact because I'm like, yeah, popular playwright, musical right. Don't know if there's a different term. Composer, composer and lyricist. Composer and lyricist, sure. Uh, at the time, and like, yeah, if there's enough space for five of this motherfucker's shows. Hmm. Uh, my pro. I mean, Sonheimer. I hardly know her. <laughs> it's not even his name. <laughs> I was trying to buy time. Cor- cor- correction to one. Funny thing happened on the way to the forum came out in sixty two, but a revival was running in the eighties. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. It slowly deter slowly starts falling apart. Now I'll I'll say true. That's y'all's final answer? Well, that's yep. mine. I don't know what Gabe said. My Gabe final answer true. is true for sure. I think. Okay. At this, point. Uh, this may be true, but I did make it up. Oh my! You can't do stuff like this. No, no, I'm pretty. Uh, no, this I I made this up. I don't think there's, I, I don't think there's a record. There's no way all of these would have been running at the same time. Like, I just don't see it. Or they could have all been running. Okay, at, so at you the made it. Time. You made it up and weren't able to verify that it was false. That's. Good enough for me. It's a, this it's is, all this is this is all for fun here. Like this is a made up little fun thing that I did. I think I'm that's determined fine. to find out the answer to this though. Okay, let's let's look at the 1987 Broadway season. Okay. Let's do that. 1987. Google which one of these guys had the most shows on. 
Well, this is what opened in 1987. Here we go. I've got the season summary. Yeah, where is that at? I, I only had what opened in 87, which there's two ITDB, many. the theater database. Um, oh, I don't Sweeney, like that. S- Sweeney Todd was running. So that's one. Into what? the Woods, which opened that year. Now I found it. 1987 what did those and 1987. guys have? On yeah, no, he had two. He had two that year. In 1987. Unless did he write chess? I don't think he wrote chess. Chess was by. No. Benny Anderson and Bjorn Yilvis. Chris, how do you do these bad Google searches? What do you mean? How do I do these bad Google searches? What did you search? I searched. What did those guys have on in 1987? Well, that and won't get uh, you there. You not, you didn't make a specific. What did those what did these guys Broadway have on Broadway? I, I searched I searched Broadway 1987. What shows could okay, I you watch? Know what? Okay, you know what? Actually, no, this is closer now. Holy shit. I did. What did those Broadway guys have on in 1987? And I got the 41st Tony Awards. <laughs> Penn and Teller had a show on Broadway in 1987. Was yeah, like I a, saw that. Was it, was it a half silent movie, half aggressive atheist diatribe? <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck could they do? I mean, magic, I would imagine. Oh, wait, yeah, they're magicians. I legitimately Shit, forgot. You forgot they were mag- magicians? Why? Because I thought they only did the bullshit show. It looks like they had competition from Teddy and Alice, too. Someone else was trying to do the same exact thing, but they had to use different names for Teddy, Teddy and Alice. Oh, the music man was in there on a revival. If you're, if you're going by Teddy, then everyone's going to call you some bear thing. And that's I like the like, idea of a musical called Sally, parentheses, in concert. Wonder, and, and you don't know if that's like I've heard of a couple of bands who named their first album Greatest Hits. It is it is fully a musical too. What is Oba Oba? I don't know. Uh, it probably isn't good. Yeah. How do you figure? I just I've never heard of it. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Actually, that kind of does track because I feel like there's not a it, musicals stick around like they have this longevity where people still talk about them. Okay, we've got Italy on stage. Which is listed as a non-musical, well, and there's no on, information. How can it about be on Broadway? Well, 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 well. You should talk to my friend Aaron Sorkin. Um, oh, that's fair. Well, he's not my friend. If we want to afford to go to Broadway and see a streetcar named Desire as a revival, I don't know if that's a thing. But then, <laughs> listen, that's go a to show. don't you want to see Joe Turner's Come and Gone? Nope. At the Ethel Barrymore Theater? Nope. I'd rather go to them as the ads. I hear people and they're having lots of fun. So I have been reading a lot of books this year. And I'm always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, we we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. 
So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash ppn. Have you ever tried to listen to actual play podcasts only to find out they sound like this? <laughs> Here at Green Mountain Mysteries, we have the solution. We are an actual play podcast that takes it very seriously. And also one of our players is a butt doctor. We swear it's good. Green Mountain Mysteries, every Wednesday on Pocket Podcast Network or wherever fine podcasts are sold. All right, I'm still on the theater database. I'm looking at B.H. Barry, who his entire uh, thing on is just a list of all of these musicals and then the word fights next to them or fight choreography and it's just it's like not, it's not all musicals it would be just plays too no oh whatever fight streetcar is a play not a musical fight coordinator fight director fight director i mean this dude coordinated the fights in frankenstein and oedipus othello i hate hamlet i mean he's done he's really done the Wait, whole game <laughs> that's the name of the show yeah i hate hamlet you know what would be awesome? He did the fights in Macbeth in 2000. If someone was in Hamlet and I hate Hamlet. I mean, this I'm, guy This guy did Timon of Athens. I mean, he's done it all. He's done a lot. A decent array of like Shakespeare adjacent stuff, huh? I don't know what Timon of Athens is, but it says the music was done by Duke Ellington, and I am really into that. It is a Shakespeare play. I know, but, Imagine. It's, but it's Duke Ellington did music. Yeah, Duke Ellington doing incidental music that would slap. Imagine being I, although so I do so I cannot confirm good. it is the real it is that Duke Ellington. It's almost certainly that Duke Ellington. The other How thing many that people find, are named either of those first or last? The other yep, thing Duke Ellington really, was com, was composed to compo, commissioned to compose original music for the Stratford Shakespeare Festival's first production of it in '63. So yeah, it's that Duke Ellington. You know what other thing I love? the William Shakespeare what? page on this database that just lists a bunch of his plays and then they have dates like 1995 after them. <laughs> <laughs> like William Shakespeare's page on the theater database, like Macbeth, 1988. Like, wow, he was really going for it even back then. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm so excited Henry for the Macbeth Dave, coming out this year. Ooh. He's got a lot of screenplay credits too, probably then, huh? I mean, yeah, that's crazy. He's really done it or all. At least, or at least story by... Yeah, this says by or playwright or based on the play by. Mm-hmm. Except for Hamlet, he's considered the author, which is interesting. Only in the 1964 mm. version. Anyway, should I do a fact? I should do a fact, shouldn't I? Yeah, it's your turn. Do I effect. was waiting for whichever. Yeah. I have so many uh, facts. Oh wow. I wish I had that problem. I have so many. I wish I didn't come up with all these. Sorry. As I, I just was... want to say real quick, this is not a... F- Fact challenge. Uh, Karl Marx specifically discusses and quotes Timon in uh, his Economic and F- Philosophical Manuscripts of 1884 and Capital Volume 1. That's pretty So good. Karl Marx was deep in Timon. I love Shakespeare that. fan. All right, here's mine. Do you guys know about the cookies, famous Amos? Yeah, I know yeah. about that guy. Do you know what he is? The guy who is Amos is better known for? He was. Uh, he I was, mean, mostly being bought out of Famous Amos is what I know him for. 
Well, he was also famous for being the uh, manager for Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross. And also, he's the guy who discovered Simon and Garfunkel. That's my fact. Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, hold on. Now, hold did he make the cookies? Were the cookies named for his accomplishments and discovery? Oh, he also decisions? made the cookies. That's what he did later. That's my fact. Okay. He made Famous Amos off that Simon and Garfunkel money. Having... Having seen the rise and fall of the blue, uh, gentle and soft, the rise and fall of the blue jean committee parts one and two, a mockumentary about a fictional band. Okay. That, that posits that in, in their, in their, uh, older age, after having split up, most of the money on the band is made on merchandising of drinks related to the, to the brand of the band. I could buy this. <laughs> I'd love a cookie right now. I just think about, well, I think about like a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville tequila, you know? Or a... Yeah, I've seen that in the store. Mm-hmm. And I've thought to myself... It's not it, bad. Yeah, it's probably, I mean... If you want like cheap but passable tequila, it, it does the job. But at that point, you might as well just buy like... I, I don't have the brand name, but if I saw the label, I could tell you. I have a tequila I like. That's my fact. Before he did cookies, he... Music first, cookies second. I was going to say he did Diana Ross, but that sounds not like what I meant. Yeah, I don't think that's what you meant. And he managed the Supremes, Marvin Gaye. Mm. But every time you have one of those famous Amos cookies, you can thank them for Simon and Garfunkel. Do you think... That's my fact. Do you think that Amos knows what's going on? (sighs) I didn't really want to answer that. I mean, he certainly must know what's going on. If having managed Marvin Gaye, I wonder if he. I wonder if he's the one that sued Robin Thicke. Mm, no, Wait, pretty, is that who it was? Who was it? it Marvin Gaye. Th- it was the estate. It was the estate. Yeah, but who did they sue? Was they it sued Robin Thicke? Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Oh yeah, because they right. collaborated. And I just want to okay. Can can I soapbox for a second? Okay. Apparently, yeah. That ruling was kind of bullshit, right? Well, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a really good one second soapbox. I really enjoyed it. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> that- All right, I'll give you I'll give you 45 go. Give me 45. Okay. All right. Wait, yes. wait, wait. Don't no no no. Don't start. Let me let me start the clock. Wait. Wait. This is going to be tough cuz now he's got more go. time to think of shit he wants to say. Blurred Get Lines is a terrible fucking song. Robin Thicke is a terrible fucking person. Pharrell is a mess. That ruling was bullshit because the precedent it sets is frankly terrifying for musicians everywhere. And basically it, it eliminates the ability to make derivative works. And it's insane. Anyway, uh, I'm done. Well, you got, you got 12 more seconds. Anyone you want to thank? Anyone shout out? Uh, I want to thank God and my family. <laughs> okay. Okay. And this Going great for the country classics. of ours, the United yeah. States of America. Yeah. Okay. And, and not Robin Thicke. In not really five any more seconds. Any stocks you want to hit out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. That's all we damn, got. Uh, damn, damn, damn. By Etsy. Trying to, th- <laughs> trying to think of what stocks would be funny. Like, I don't is, know. Is Etsy like, a stock? Are they I guess, like, a, GameStop is, is probably still kind of, like... I feel like that's actually just out of the range of being topical. Like, enough that it's not funny. Well, the, that, that subreddit is still really active, which is kind of fun to just 
check in every once in a while and see how they're doing. And they're Wall doing Street exactly bets or the like same. GameStop stock? Both. Okay. Because Wall Street bets has been around a while. Yeah, but it kind of got a little bit, kind of got a little bit co-opted for the time. Yeah. Did you guys ever see that video of the Wall Street bets like Discord voice chat that just sounded like the trading floor? Uh, oh my god, that's yeah, funny. I think I someone sent me that, but it's pretty good. What do you think <laughs> about Cookie Man? I mean, discuss the Cookie Man. The thing that I know about Cookie Man is that I don't think he actually has a stake in Famous Amos anymore because he got bought out and the terms weren't that great for him. Also, he lives in Hawaii. What? Those are the things that I know about the Cookie Man. Okay. Could he have been a prolific music manager of the 60s, 70s, and 80s? Certainly he could have been. But I don't understand why you would get out of that very... Uh, what I would imagine was lucrative business just for some cookies. I don't know. The soft cookies are like good. I like them. Um, oh no no no! I, I I fuck with the famous Amos. Like yeah, as far good. as like the the crumb the like kind of like dry but crumbly chocolate chip cookies go, they're like up there. Yeah, I would say I would I would hold them over a, a Chips Ahoy any day. Chips Much Ahoy makes Chips a lot Ahoy. of shit now. Although they're they're kind of always tastes like it was. It's not sure if it wants to be dough or cookie, and somehow not in a good way. I, even though I really don't like their chewy cookies. cookies. Yeah, I'm always tempted. Like I'll buy them sometimes, and I eat them, and I'm like, "What am I doing with my fucking life?" I think Keebler has like of the store brand cookies. Keebler is like the, the El Fudge and the Fudge Stripes. That's some good stuff. That's some I good stuff. I, I, I love really an Oreo. A, I don't really have cookie opinions. I know like, you don't like have cookie store opinions. Like store-bought cookie opinions. How about really this one? Store-bought cookies. How about this one, Chris? I will eat a cosmic brownie. I have no shame. I feel like I feel like I'm in that thing that like if I'm going to get something like that, I just need to get the worst possible thing for me. And so, really so cosmic brownie. So cosmic yeah, brownies, probably, yep. Probably cosmic brownies or like birthday cake ice cream. That's probably the worst food for you. Something that as you swallow it and it goes down your throat, you realize there's like a 10% chance it actually is cement once it gets in your stomach when it combines with the acid. The cosmic brownies are a weird substance. They're like a, they are like a cementy gooey goo. Yeah, they're like, they're like fudge meets concrete. But aren't they so good? Uh, I don't oh, know if they're like good the or if my memory of like trading for them in in middle school. Oh, I mean, yeah, you good. always traded for the cosmic brownie. There's no question Yeah, no, about no, 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 no. Whenever I had like my special like cheese dip with the Fritos, I would be like, "Give me that cosmic brownie." Give yeah. It to me. I feel bad for the kids giving away the cosmic brownies. That said, but you see, if they have a cosmic brownie every day, then they don't appreciate it. No, it's not only that. You know? It's like it's classic. It's classic draft capital, right? If you have one cosmic brownie, you can turn that into like four different things, and probably a next year first round snack draft pick. Right? I just do very much remember like the disappointment when the kid who had a star- cosmic brownie would bring a star crunch. It's just like I don't even know what a star crunch is. Well, like uh, star know, crunch is like crispy is crispy rice in chocolate. Not every draft pick they can't all be winners, right? Sometimes it's bust. And that's yeah. the problem with the whole thing. Sometimes game. sometimes you just got to bust. It, sometimes, um, sometimes you draft a cosmic brownie. Sometimes you draft a I don't know. What's the worst little Debbie snack? Uh, zebra cakes? Zebra cakes. Like those? I, I'm, I'm, like those? I think zebra cakes are the worst. 
I can't list them all off the top of my head. Zebra cakes are probably a lower level one, so I'll go with it. I'm going to search what is the worst Little Debbie snack. All right, this person said their top five terrible Little Debbie cakes. Little Debbie power rankings. Whatever this person says, we're going to say is true, okay? Uh, Number, where'd he go? Where is it? Where's the answer? They said the worst one is Nutty Bars. Okay, I could see that. I guess. Star Crunch is on their list. Oh, wait. No, they said that's the favorite. Never mind. This person's dumb. So oh, do you want to okay. see here, this here's the worst that one. I see? Wait, here's the worst one. Banana Twins? Now I... Okay. I can see that. I forgot those existed. This is this is crazy to me. This this site has, has like a power ranking, and they've got Cosmic Brownies in 13th. That's crazy. That's actually They stupid. have Zebra Cakes at 9. What's, okay. What the hell is their number one? I found a uh, wait. I found a better Nutty one. Nutty Buddy is number one. Oatmeal cream pie is number two. Is a good is a good pick though. I, I think that's right. Wait, this one had okay. Wait a second. This person said ranking worst to best the brownies, cosmic brownies worst. Then fudge brownies with English walnuts, dude. This person is literally ninety. Zebra <laughs> brownies, zebra brownies. Why do people like me? the zebra stuff? Little Brownies, number one. And then this person said, cakes, worst to best. Red Velvet, worst. Okay. Coconut coconut Cream, best. This person, okay. Coconut Cream like, is pretty good, but Red Velvet, worst? Maybe this person's just not from the South. They put Banana Rolls. I'm not really from the second South. Second best. And Red Velvet's Banana Rolls, good. second best. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never hated a list more than this one. I don't know what half of these are personally. So this person is putting Star Crunch way up in the order. What Star Crunch is pretty good. They at least did one thing. Okay, here's one that I do agree with. Honey buns are very high up there because they're good. terrible for you, but it's like exactly the same thing. It's like oh, I forgot about maple buns. Maple buns. Those are a variant of the honey bun that's also good. Yeah. I mean, those are just like you know. I, the only Debbie's I like even. are the oatmeal Where are cream the pies, oatmeal cream pies, and then all the things that make me feel bad about myself after I've eaten them. And that's what I like. I Everything else, it's like give it or take. It. I love me an oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal cream pies are so good. You know what else it's... you do with an oatmeal cream pie? You put that in the microwave for five and a half seconds. Like everything else, it's better if it's just slightly warm. That way, when you pick it up, it starts like slowly like drooping. That's how you know it's ready. Anyway, we should guess my fact. No, I, I think I'm going to just go true on this. I don't know why. My heart's calling me. What do you say, John? Give me your fact one more time. I got lost in the little Debbie's. Okay. The, <laughs> got lost in the sauce. Lost in the snacks. <laughs> the famous Amos guy is the one who gave us Simon and Garfunkel. That's my fact. Let's have some fun with this today. I'm going true. This is. You know this is true. Oh my God! Let's do it. You know how he got. Wait, wait. You know how he got Simon and Garfunkel, Diana Ross, and them to sign with his company. He gave them chocolate chip cookies along with their when he He visited. He gave them chocolate chip cookies. Oh my God! Uh, The first famous Amos cookie store opened in California. It was started with the help of a twenty-five thousand dollar loan from who? Oh, it was Marvin Gaye. That's right. It was Marvin (laughs) Gaye. Let's get it parentheses baking on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how much better could that be? You're right. He did have to sell the famous Amos. 
But he did buy back the recipe, apparently. Which is How does that work? Like, he still probably remembers it, so he just has well, to the buy name, the legal right to use it. The, name, yeah. the new name is the Cookie Kahuna. Yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> now, uh, I will say this. If Now, let me tell everyone this, because I thought about this while I was thinking about this. If you now want a famous Amos cookie, per my understanding, it is okay to get them right now because Kellogg's doesn't own them anymore. So mm. you don't have to feel bad oh, about right, getting them right now. Because no, from, from what I've understood, the workers actually kind of want us to keep buying Kellogg's so production will be strained. Oh, is that true? I don't know. It's it's one of these it's one of these things with all strikes where it's like people assume it's going to be a boycott, but that's not always what they want to happen. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things. People say don't cross picket lines, but like, what is the picket line? Right. It's like case? that. There's a line, and the people who work in the factory kind of establish it. But I don't really. It's like know. one I of those things. The way famous Amos doesn't influence it is the answer. I'm just I'm just saying IATSE is going on strike this weekend. Maybe and. Probably it's on always Tony in Philadelphia. We'll probably on probably on uh, no the uh, theater and stage workers union. Ah. So film crews, film crews specifically. I'm just gonna say I'm still going to see Dune because I'm still going to see Dune. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's awesome. already been paid for. After that, it has, you know, it has already bets, been paid so. for. Well, yeah, which is why I'm gonna go see the last duel featuring Adam Driver this weekend. Probably so. We don't have a listener effect, but uh, you want me to just do a random speed one? Honestly, yeah. Why not? All right, I'll do a speed one. We'll make it quick. Um, mm, the term bouquet, as in flower bouquet, came from Jacquet. I don't know. I'm not French. Jacquet is bouquet, who was uh, trying to be a landscaper. Jacques sure, whatever. Jacques bouquet. <laughs> that, who was trying to be a landscaper for nobles but he couldn't find any work, and instead he resorted to arranging handheld flowers to people on the street. That is a fast fact. Lightning fact. Go. Sure, yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm, false. Yeah, this is false. I don't know. Okay, sure. <laughs> I got I got owned, whatever. I, I, not, I, no, I noticed the uh, the attempt at like mispronouncing Jacques. Well, on while per- I was reading to, it. To make I it sound pre- like you were reading if, it. <laughs> I mean, I was reading it. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. But I, I think... And French bouquet just means bunch of little little sticks or something like that. So that's all it is. Anyway, okay. that was it. All right. Uh... Okay, just to be clear, there is not a sanctioned boycott of Kellogg cereals by the BCTGM or the Union Federation AFL-CIO. These unions, gotta, these unions yep. have got to stop. All right, look, I'm going to say it. And it may make me unpopular, but I'm going to say it, Okay. I'm Shorter names so we can I'm advocate for them more no, easily. No, they need to get away. They need to get more acronyms, less initialisms. I agree. I agree. I can't. I A T S E. I I'm with you, but I that's so hard for me to say. Please come up with an acronym. Yahtzee. Initialisms are hard. Like just go from I A T S E to like I Odyssey, right? Like just fill it in. Come up with <laughs> yeah, words the, and make it I Odyssey. Yeah, literally. Like if it work, if it works for naming laws, it should work for unions. Look, you know. Look, okay. Here, here's what you do. You call Nate Silver. This is one of the four things he's good at. God, he's get he's him got to do like it. a good perfect four exactly. He like he's good at this. <laughs> Make him your namer. He can be. He can be. 
he could be union namer. All right, that's one. That's a lane I'll let yeah. him have too. He can have that if lane it'll too. If it'll get him to stop doing all the other stuff he's not good at, he can. Then he can name all the unions. Yeah, he, he can, can name all the unions. Okay, <laughs> we're a part of the Pocket Podcast Network. It is a uh, network as po- of podcasts, as the name implies. Uh, there's a lot of other shows on it, such as uh, Green Mountain Mysteries and Sorted and. This is where I hoped someone would add others, but oh, well, okay. home viewing. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just yeah. make it a smooth cut. No one will know. It'll be fine. But uh, yeah, and then the uh, intro and outro music for our show is "Never Far" by I'm gonna say New Weirdos now because all the music has been unified underneath that name, uh, much like the the Germany was after the wall fell. <laughs> No, sure. it's all been unified under the new weirdos name. So you can find Never Far, and then uh, all the other music uh, James and them have done is under that name, New Weirdos Now, wherever you get music. So you can check it all out. It's pretty good. I've been listening to it a lot lately because I got to fill in for him for a show in Atlanta. But there are plenty oh. of other reasons to listen to it, which is that it's good. Also, if you're in Atlanta uh, the Friday after this episode comes out, that's the 22nd. The Organ Machines are playing a show at Boggs Social and Supply. Yep. I'm going to be there. Chris, I believe, is going to be there. I kind of <laughs> think they couldn't without him. Um, yeah, it'd be pretty hard. Yeah, it'd be pretty hard. So come out, eat some pies and fries, because they'll be there. Yep. The Maybe best. that's my favorite pie. Uh, I may have lied. Maybe my yeah, pie you know what? Heaps pies. It's the Australian meat pie. The Australian meat pie. Excuse yeah. me, New, New Zealand. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Dude, don't Siri. don't don't call him Australian. <laughs> sorry. A- apologize to him next time yeah, you see I'll, him I'll, and buy a I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I called you Australian in a conversation with one of my friends that you were not involved in. <laughs> and then he'll look at me strangely and say, "Aren't you the guy that keeps asking me how I make my fry seasoning?" And I'm say, yeah, that is me. That's also me. Nailed it. Got me in one. You can just you should just tell him to bottle it and then you can buy it. Well, the whole trick is that he makes it per thing of fries. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like, I think he'd lose the magic. Yeah, don't want to lose the magic. But, um, yeah, leave us a, a rating, uh, a review, especially on Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called now. Because, uh, you know, every month they rename everything on their services, so whatever. But uh, that helps us out a lot. Um, but, yeah, other than that, until uh, next time, I'm Chris. I'm Gabe. I'm John. Don't believe everything you hear. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming.